fellow friendos. Toast name is Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's the Chad Dukes Radio Show. It's not Free FM. So give Chad a call. Here's the number. 385-645-5375. It's Miller time. What is that, Lil? Twelve hands in a row? Dukes, you son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the big silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie Hotel. Alpha Delta. Yeah, Dukes. Dig it! There, but for the grace of God, it was me. Where the nickels I tell, and the damage can win. We roll over New York, never let us back in. We blew out the lights, kicked the windows in. And when the law showed up, said they're gonna have to take us in. That's get out my music. I just had a guy tweet me today and say that he is, uh, he was fiending on all the free Chad Duke's pornography on iTunes, and now he was ready to step up to OnlyFans. And what I realized, <laughs> Tor, is what he meant was he'd been listening to the free show and now was ready to step up to subscribe to the Chad Duke show. I thought that was a very apropos comparison. Yeah. Uh, well, we're happy to see somebody uh, convert like that. I guess you and I had different uh, experiences on Twitter within the last 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, you got drugged pretty good. We'll get to that. Uh, verbal nod to DJ Child was the guy I was talking about. Hopefully he subscribed. Welcome, everybody, to the Chat Duke Show. This is the episode that all the takers can enjoy. I'm your host with the most big shooter, joined by my executive producer, Gigantor, who is, I think, 16 to 17 years old. I haven't figured it out yet, but wow, it's fun talking to him. Um, this is your... This is your appetizer trio. Tor, you know me. I like to order three appetizers, not an appetizer trio. But if you want to try a little bit of everything, you want to get the Southwest egg rolls, you want to get the extreme fajitas or the pizza shooters, you get the uh, you get the sampler platter. This is a taste of what we give you each and every week on the Chad Duke Show, which you can subscribe to right now at ChadDukeShow.com. Yes, it costs money. All good things do. I enjoy hearing the stories each and every week of what people, what subscriptions people are canceling to join up with us. Whether it's Disney Plus, fuck them. Whether it's uh, Xbox Live, fuck them. Whether it's whatever you have, you know, Sirius XM, fuck them. Um, <laughs> cancel those bags of crap and then come over to us. We do a show every day. We did a bonus show this week, Tor. We did the very first episode, or the second episode, rather, of the Fortress Film Society, our movie club. Uh, it was a lot of fun, so you got a lot of bang for your buck if you're a subscriber of the Chad Duke Show this week. So if you enjoy what you're hearing here today, come on over there. What happened to you on Twitter, young man? I thought everybody was very positive about you on social media. Well, normally they are, you know, with my regular followers and all of that. Sure. Uh, you know, pretty good run. Cock picks. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, wouldn't go that far. But. Asshole picks. <laughs> But I guess uh, whoever got a hold of the show Twitter last night decided... Um, Some rep, rep scallion. <laughs> Let's fire off a tweet while, while Tor's at work and see <laughs> see what happens. Some unscrupulous <laughs> hack. What did they say? Something nice? That you're handsome? That you're tall man? That, you, that you're talented? Or have a bright future? What did it say? Um, it was... Uh... <laughs> it had to be complimentary. I can't think of anything that could be said about you that was detrimental. Well, as it's been... Um... Recanted on this show. Well, my, chronicle. My uh, my movie knowledge might not be up to par, but it's actually incredibly embarrassing. <laughs> I would say whoever got a hold of Twitter last night decided Bastard. to tweet out 
if you had to choose between Jaws or The Shining, how many times would Tor watch A Bad Mom's Christmas? <laughs> well, whoever that is is really funny and was cruelly misjudged on social media about four or five months ago. Uh, look, I, I don't know, brother. I, is that all that inaccurate as far as a movie discussion and on a, uh, you know, a truncated forum like Twitter? Well, I've seen Jaws. That's good, but you haven't seen what? I haven't seen The Shining. Right, and uh, today was the day you promised that you get caught up on WandaVision because it's the season finale, and have you done that? I still got time. Damn. I don't know how you have time. It's today. I know. I, uh, before the hoot, I, I'll, have the hoot. Some, I'll have some knowledge for you by the hoot. I like that. All right. Tor is, of course, referencing the fact that not only do you get this show today for free, but tonight you get the Chad Dukes show Friday night Hootenanny for free, which, my God. If you've never had the pleasure, friendos, get to skanking. It's tonight, friendos. Come on. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Time as the crow flies. We'll be on Facebook Live. Facebook.com slash Chad Duke Show. Doing a live show for you via video. Technology is really miraculous. It's the Chad Duke Show Friday Night Hoot Nanny tonight. You can watch for free. And it's going to be a gas. So we're going to do Does This Rock. We're going to do the top five. We're going to do a bunch of fun stuff. We're going to drink some beers. Drinking beers, 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 rolling fatty, smoking blunts. Who smokes the blunts? We smoke the blunts. It's going to be a great time tonight. So hopefully you can join us. And Tor claims he is going to have watched the entire season of WandaVision by the time the hoot rolls around. I, I'm not guaranteeing the entire season. I, I'll name three characters. Okay. I, think I can I can have three characters names known i texted you today at 10 o'clock and you were not awake <laughs> okay that's true <laughs> all right so to make sure everybody knows where we're at oh thank you to our good friends at toc auto detail tour they keep this uh they keep this locomotive well stocked filled with coal filled with wood we're moving forward they're moving forward window tent you got to get on this now, friendos. It's going to get warm. We actually had a warm day or two this week. You want to keep your automobile, your truck, your SUV, your car, your sedan, your coupe, whatever it is, your square back. You want to keep that cool during the summer months. You want a little more privacy. TLC Auto Detail can help. Ask for our buddy Dave. Mention the Chad Duke Show when you contact them. You're going to get a discount over well, whatever service you ask for for them, they do the detailing, uh, they do the ceramic window tint, the ceramic coatings, paint protection, all your protection you need for a vehicle. By the way, they got class, you got a nice Le Mans, you got a nice GTO, you got a Hemi Cuda, whatever you got, they can work on it. And then if you're riding around like Tor, you're riding dirty in your mom's SUV, they can work on that too with the caved in radio. It's very embarrassing when he comes puttering up. I'm like, and, and what's that? Oh, you do like it? Maybe I'll get it murdered out. It's not a bad uh, idea. Or... Maybe you'll just get murdered, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> Fortress of Solid Dudes. It's very embarrassing when he rolls up. TLCAutoDetail.com is the website. And please, please, please follow them on Instagram. They're pushing that Instagram. They got thousands and thousands of followers. They got a great Instagram, too. Lots of cool cars on there if you like cars. So it's at TLCAutoDetail. Auto Detail. Now, Tor, in a five liter automobile, what does five liter mean? 
Um, it, it has reference to the engine. Um, That's true. You see, I know I drive a, a, a five liter. You do a V eight five Weird flex, bro. Um, is it? Huh? Um, when something is a six cylinder as yeah. opposed to a four cylinder, what does that mean? That's the amount of uh, pistons that are in the like piston I, chambers. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. What about it? What's a straight six? A straight six. Um, so I, I straight six. It's like so normally. So I drive a V eight. So that means Ooh. the pistons go that, that way. That little thing the, you're the, driving is a V eight. Oh, it's got some kick to it. Holy shit! I'm riding on two seventy five. Well, you kicked in the radio. I saw that much. It's completely <laughs> caved in. I saw. I Your saw. Quarter. I saw my dad saying, "All right, we're gonna fix this because." <laughs> Because the, the the fog button just decided to pop Did off. Did your dad one. have a little man strength? Is that what happened? I, he, he had. All right, so I'm kind of finessing it, but I'm jamming it pretty good. So I know I'm going to get it back on. Is this your? Is this you at the at Whitlow's on Friday night, or is this you fixing the car? Oh, we'll get to that on the show. <laughs> but uh, then I'm like, all right, I'll get in. He says, all right, let me let me finish it off. Let me. I'll, I'll actually click it in. He takes that screwdriver and just punches it right through. Right through the uh, the panel there, where you're supposed to be operating the radio and the. Uh, the uh, defroster and the AC and the heat. Yeah, it's all caved in. It looks what it looks like is Tor put his big meat fist through it at some point after striking out at the bar. Speaking of striking out at the bar, we got some great segments for you today. Uh, Alex Smith, as we are recording this, was just released by the Washington football team, formerly the Washington Argonauts or whatever they were called. Um, and we talked about, like, that story came out earlier this week, and I thought we had a pretty good discussion about Alex Smith and uh, kind of some of the reaction here. So we'll give you a little slice of that. Eric Davis from Fandango.com, always a tremendous guest, came on, uh, talked some movies with us, talked Golden Globes, talked, um, what is it, the uh, Justice League director's cut, which, Jesus Christ, is that ever going to come out? Uh, I think he's, um, next time he comes on, he's going to have a, a Kong versus Godzilla review for us. So all that stuff will happen as well. And then we'll wrap up today's show with a tale of woe, uh, and not not the way Black Rob tells his tale of woe, because of course he met a bad bitch in town and she was woe. No, um, Tora met a nice girl in town and she was woe, uh, but it didn't go the way that he liked, and of course he was left at home spanking it with a thumb up his ass. Spoiler alert, <laughs> struck out big time. He's up there like Preston Wilson taking cuts, Cliff Floyd taking cuts at the plate, just coming away with nothing, just whiffing air, leading the league in strikeouts. This guy going home lonely, cobwebs in his drawers. And I tell you what, Tor, it's a bummer too, because I'm rooting for you every time you go out there in this age of COVID trying to pick up the ladies. Uh, but we have a, a very interesting story about how you attempted that this weekend and it didn't necessarily go the way that you would have liked all the listeners are going to believe that i struck out you I, struck out big I did time not strike out in a big way too like whoever kirk gibson is you're 180 <laughs> degrees away from him yeah kirk gibson would have been taking two and three chicks home to his parents house like what you wanted to do and unfortunately you went home with your boys drank mad dog 2020 and puked in the laundry hamper i think no no, no. i think it's i got i got hit by the pitch but it hit me in a, in a weird spot, so I couldn't make it the first. Man, you had to have a pinch runner. That's how yeah, badly I, you performed at the plate. I didn't strike out, but I needed a pinch runner. Probably because you looked at your bloop <laughs> single the time of the, uh, the at-bat previously to that, and they were pitch, pitcher was pissed off. I want to brush your ass back. <laughs> All right, so uh, this is just a little sampling. Again, if you like the free Tube Galore version of this show, consider signing up for our OnlyFans. It is on chaddukeshow.com. Uh, we did five goddamn GD episodes for you this week, and I think they're all pretty good. So uh, if you like what you're hearing, go on over there. And if you like what you're hearing, click subscribe. Leave us a nice five-star review. We appreciate it. Uh, a little Alex Smith discussion, and then Eric Davis, and then uh, Tor. Not getting any. You're listening to The Chad Duke Show. 
Make sure you sign up for the Chad Duke Show mailing list on chaddukeshow.com. Be the first to know what's happening on the program and maybe even win a prize or two. We promise we won't fill up your inbox with tasteful nudes. Well, we promise we'll truly make an effort not to. I didn't want to talk about the Alex Smith thing since that's that's new. As, as the time we are recording this show, um, I believe it was Ian Rappaport, my old buddy Ian Rappaport, um, reported that he was going to be, not Ian Rappaport, that Alex Smith is going to be released by the Washington football team. Uh, could have happened by now as you're listening to this. I'm not sure. I believe the report said in the next couple of days. So for those of you, <laughs> those of you that aren't Alex Smith fans or aren't Washington football team fans, he... Um, He's a cat that has had what I would call tour as the most unique career in um, maybe the history of football. Like, I don't want to be overdramatic about this, but I, I really feel like that's a possibility. Um, all he has done his entire career in the NFL is win, is go to the playoffs, win divisions, win football games. He went to the NFC Championship game with the 49ers. Of course, won the division with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Both of those places, uh, he, coming off excellent seasons in Kansas City, coming off a career year, uh, was then immediately supplanted by a quarterback they drafted that they liked more. One, you could argue, was the right call. One, you could argue, was not the right call. I'll let other people argue that. Certainly the right call with Pat Holmes. I take that back. Um, but he's a winner, and you've never heard a bad word about the guy, ever. In a million years. Uh, he comes to Washington. Uh, they trade probably too much for him. But um, when you look at the monies he was making for a starting winning quarterback in this league, it's chicken feed compared to what is getting thrown around now. So I would counter that if he stayed healthy, it actually would have been one of the savvier moves made in the past few years. But he has this horrific leg injury, Joe Theismann-esque. And um, he's told flat out he should have his leg amputated. Uh, he fights all the way back. And not only... Can he walk again? Not only can he throw a football, but then he goes out there and plays football. And there's this iconic image now, I feel, of Aaron Donald, maybe the greatest defensive player of our generation, pulling a Yoda. And I, by the way, I thought that was pretty shitty, uh, what he did at the time. Um, and and Alex Smith is carrying this guy around on his back in his first game back. And I, I think Aaron Donald went over to the sidelines and said something like, that leg is strong or, or something like that. It's an unbelievable feat. That that alone, to me, is worthy of putting him in the Washington Ring of Fame. I said that on Twitter, and of course, I, I, people are just say awful, hostile, negative things. I, I don't understand. People need to get in touch with where their anger is coming from. They, they can't be this angry about Alex Smith going into the Redskins Ring of Fame. They just can't, Tor. If you, I've seen some of these people speaking to me right now. Um, but he, th this team... The team that I care about was six and three when he went down. They were in first place in the NFC East. After he recovered, they went five and one. They won the NFC East. I know it's not as simple as that. I watched the games. Like I could see where he was limited. But you don't find anybody that inside of a locker room that says this guy isn't good for a team or this guy isn't this, this guy isn't that. I'm not an idiot. I understand this is a business. I want the team to be run like a business. The Bruce Allen stuff, we're going to, Ryan Kerrigan's untouchable because he's going to be a redskin for life. No, no, that's not the way you run an organization. You have to be smart. You have to be thrifty. You have to be fiscally responsible and you have to acquire young talent. But this one for me personally stings because not only is he the AP comeback player of the year, but he's just a tremendous individual and you're going to have a locker room full of a bunch of question marks at quarterback, 
And this guy would have been really beneficial for that. That being said, I'm looking at the cap space. It's freed up here. I think the Redskins are going to have the Washington football team. We're going to have the fourth or fifth most in the entire league. Um, also, it might be better for Alex Smith. If he can go down and be with Urban Meyer in Jacksonville and be the backup to the, the first round pick that's coming in there. Um, if he can potentially go back to Kansas City and be Pat Mahomes uh, backup. If he can go someplace and either play or go someplace and have a chance at a championship. It might be better for Alex Smith in the wrong one than to whatever Washington is trying to do right now in a place where clearly Ron Rivera wasn't a part of the group and the organization that brought him to the team. So, Tori, you know, sports is kind of a mixed bag. You know, a lot of the time I'm like, hey, we put too much emotion into it. It's just sports. It's just aversion. But then sometimes humanity crosses over in a, in a weird and interesting way. And, and I feel like this Alex Smith situation is a perfect cross-section of that. It definitely is, especially when you've seen him walking around with what looked to be a grain silo around his leg. For it, for months. It is. You're like, um, who was that tight end? Zach Miller that almost died from from the same thing, I believe. He, he tore, I don't know. I think he busted artery. That happened leg. to Zach Miller? I think it did. Hmm. Went uh, to ASU. And uh, um, my wife wanted to have sex with him while we were out there. She goes, "Who is that? He's hot." I'm like, all right, we're never coming back here ever again. And <laughs> that's a true story. But no one ever said a bad thing about Zach Miller. No one's ever said a bad thing about Alex Smith. They're both just dudes you want to see come back from. I don't know, almost losing a leg. Right. That he, probably should have lost his leg. It's insanity, and you just it's. It, I'm past the point of, of wanting to wanting him to be on a team that I root for. I just want him to be happy. That's really, at this point, all I want. Uh, I'm really starting to – I don't know if that's maturity. I don't know if that's me being tired of being let down. I mean, at this point, I, I never thought that I would want to see Julio Jones not on the Falcons, right? I, I would like to see him get a ring because I know Atlanta will not do it. Sure. And it's going to sting. It's going to suck. But I do not want to see him go out without a ring. It, you care about that stuff, though? Like, ultimately, there are players that I want the best for them, and he's one of them. But, like, if he could still help your team, you would say, well, I'd rather him go someplace and have an opportunity to get a ring. I don't know that I'm that altruistic. I don't know. It's just maybe that's just the being a mega fan and wanting him to be happy and for, and whatever would make him the happiest. And that, and for it's almost similar to Alex Smith because his story is so sympathetic. It tugs on just human emotional heartstrings seeing him just continuously get passed over by quarterbacks that I'm sure he had mentored and taught. One and, of the main reasons why they found the success they did, I think, most likely. I mean, you're literally developing quarterbacks that just went to the Super Bowl. And they go and they, they're performing and they're good. And he's going to go – if he goes to Jacksonville, what what's the pattern where Trevor Lawrence doesn't go to a Super Bowl in two years? Uh, unless he gets Joe Burrow, like we talked about. I mean, unless yeah. they can't keep him up right now. He didn't help Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> but no I, I don't know how many people could have helped Dwayne Haskins. That, that's a bit of a blemish on uh, the all he does is help young quarterbacks. <laughs> so we'll go 66% there. <laughs> yeah, I think Taylor, if he could have stayed around here and he could have helped like whoever it is, if it's Heineke and Allen or, or whoever they bring in here, it would have been nice. But it's also it's a giant cap hit. They have an opportunity to go out now, maybe use some of this money, bring in an Allen Robinson or somebody to help them at wide receiver. So I get some of that stuff. Um, I just like I'll give you just a sample of um, I block some of these people just because I'm getting to a state now where I don't it's not even that I block people for being negative towards me, um, which you're just going to get. But if just they're if they have if they say something hideously negative to a somewhat innocuous story, I just don't know that I need 
those people in my life. And so I kind of was getting into a bit of that. Uh, we don't need any noodle-armed uh, quarterbacks that can't stay healthy in the ring of fame. Get a hold of yourself, Dukes. And I'm just like, I don't understand. I don't understand how you can't, watching sports, see that what he accomplished – could, could Tom Brady do what Alex Smith do? Could Aaron Rodgers? Like, whoever you think is a better quarterback than Alex Smith. Could any of them do what he did? I don't know, because only one guy's done it. He's the only one that's ever done what he did. Everybody else would retire. Some, most guys probably would have lost their leg. You know, talking to me as close to Joe Theismann as I am, like, and, and hearing what he has to say about it, it's like it gives you great context to that as well. So I don't know. Um, it's a bummer. But it's also a, a business, and I think that if this is what you've entrusted a football mind to run your shop, if he says this has got to happen, well, then you got to trust that football mind to run your shop. You can always donate to The Chad Duke Show using the Donate tab on ChadDukeShow.com. You'll help us keep improving the product, and you'll earn yourself a verbal nod on the next episode. We thank you for your support, friendos. It's the Chad Duke Show on a good-looking Wednesday out there to you, everybody. Thank you so much to all of our subscribers and everybody communicating with us from a contiguous end of one United States to the other. I don't know if we have any listeners in Alaska and Hawaii and Guam and Puerto Rico yet, but we're working on it. Joining us right now on the Brinko Solutions Hotline, uh, my movie buddy. That's what I call him. He's a big deal. Managing editor, Fandango.com. Of course, he's on social media. Eric Davis on Twitter. This is Eric Davis on Instagram. Mr. Eric Davis is with us on the Chad Duke Show. Eric, always great to check up with you, buddy. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, I'm excited to be back. What's going on? I'm excited too, man. There's so much to talk about. I know you have seen Godzilla vs. Kong. I think there's still an embargo on, how does that work, by the way, for those of us that are not in your shoes or you're getting access to these movies and, you know, there's there's all kinds of scuttlebutt that, hey, maybe we're not going to let critics see movies beforehand. And if they don't let critics see movies beforehand and talk about it, that means it's a bad movie. I don't think there's any absolutes, but how does that all work in your business? I mean, there's a lot of different uh, sort of lanes for, for like advanced screenings and stuff like that. Um, I am, um, you know, I'm a little bit different. Uh, because I'm not, I don't necessarily consider myself a, um, like a specific film critic. Uh, I'm more of a commentator. Uh, I do work for a company that sells movie tickets. So there, there, I have to be cautioned. Uh, I have, I have to take caution there, uh, in terms of, um, you know, how I speak about films, uh, publicly, but, uh, so I, I am a bit of a different beast. Um, sometimes I see stuff very very early because um i help talk to the studio about you know um what what they have on their hands and and what what i feel like um how i feel like the the project will be received and so uh, i'm watching films at all different kinds of times you know i i there's one film that that comes out this year that was postponed that i i've seen twice already uh in, in this you know in like wow. a year and a half um and so you know, a lot of these films, once they're done, um, you know, before they're they're shown to sort of the critical audience and, and to general uh, audience, you know, uh, some studios like to get some feedback from from people that have seen a lot of stuff uh, just to kind of know what they have on their hands. And so. So, yeah, I mean, to answer your question, I'm seeing stuff at all different times. I mean, you know, I maybe have seen films that are coming out uh, a month from now, two months from now, three months from now, but then like 
movies like Zack Snyder's director's cut for Justice League that comes out two weeks. I haven't seen that yet. So, it, it, you know, it all depends on the film. Eric, I, um, I, one of the reasons why I enjoy your uh, Twitter feed is it hasn't been um, exclusively Justice League Snyder Cut stuff for the past, I don't know, six months. And I, there's a lot of your, I don't know if you call them competitors or contemporaries, whatever it would be, movie blogs out there where I guess they've just abandoned everything else and they're just speculating. I, look, I don't want to be flippant. I understand. We've talked about this movie a lot, but... I just don't know that it's good for anybody that the biggest story in movies is a recut of a fairly below average movie that's being released on a streaming service. We're about 14 days out from this thing. I I don't know how I can possibly live up to the hype. I'm sure it will be better, but the bones of it was so... I, I just think it was rushed. I don't think that the, the, the pacing of when they wanted to release that movie, I think it was way too heavily influenced by the success of the Avengers. W what is the best way? There's just too much hype. I think I'm going to be angry when I'm watching it because there's been so much discussion. H how do I properly take it? Because it is kind of a landmark cinematic moment. We haven't really seen anything like this, especially yeah. you know the genesis being from the fan base. H what's the best way to digest this, in your opinion? I, 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 and I can see you being three hours and 15 minutes into this being like with your stove 45 minutes. <laughs> left, exactly. Um, you know, I, I am fascinated with it uh, from a, a historical standpoint. Like that's where my, my, the, my biggest fascination with this is because we've never seen sort of a, a fan movement uh, that's been strong enough and, and influential enough to get a studio to commit millions and millions of dollars for a director that left the project, um, you know, with a lot of baggage around that project uh, to bring him back, let him finish it uh, with all of that money and then dump it on a, on a streaming service to boot. So, I mean, it's, there's so many different aspects of what I just said that, that are historic and, and very interesting. Um, and, you know, and I think that there are a lot of people that are very passionate about it. Um, and, and sometimes that spills into some very toxic, negative, um, you know, rhetoric. And, and I think that, you know, I, I kind of took a little bit of a step back. I was sort of engaging in that conversation and I was um, talking to a lot of fans. A buddy of mine wrote a book on, on this, released the Snyder Cut and that I believe I'm quoted on the back. Uh, and I was supporting him on this, um, you know, but then I had a lot of friends kind of sending me messages saying you know i i reviewed i said i said this line of against justice league in, in, a, in a review somewhere and somebody sending me death threats and it's just like that's crazy you know so i think that there's you know there's this level of fandom and i see it happening everywhere i see it happening with justice league i yep. see it with star wars i see it with taylor swift her fans kind of go at people too and there is just this weird level uh, there's this weirdness happening in fandom over the last few years that that I'm a bit uncomfortable about. But that being said, I think it's fascinating. We'll see what what his vision was. He wanted to make a trilogy. I don't see that happening. I think DC is going off in another direction. But, you know, I could see Affleck returning to Batman. I mean, he is re returning in that Flash movie. But uh, if there's anything that, that comes out of the remnants of this, I could see it maybe being uh, about Affleck and, and Batman. But I don't think that they're going to say, yeah, Zach, go do your second Justice League movie. I think they've moved on from that. I hope they're right. Um, and I just, I, it's, as successful as some of those DC movies have been, and as much as I've enjoyed some of them, it still seems muddled. It still seems like 
they don't know what they're doing and they're announcing another Superman project. And I'm like, well, you have two other Supermans going right now. And I, I hate to say it, it just makes me appreciate what Marvel's doing. And, and that gets us to WandaVision, which isn't a movie, but it, it might as well be. And I, the line that you tweeted out about I, me and my wife were watching it and I had the exact same reaction you did where it was something like, what is uh loss? What is it without loss, without love persevering? Um, and I sat there and I was like, man, that is way, that's way too moving <laughs> to be in a comic book movie. Like I shouldn't be tearing up watching this wacky show because I've read all these comic books. I know these characters. They've been with me my whole life. And generally when you change up some of that stuff, the fan base gets angry. None of that's happening here. It's such a remarkable show in the way that it began and how enormous it feels now as we culminate towards the end. And I know, you know, there's this rumor of, hey, it's a Luke Skywalker level. It doesn't need it. I mean, if that happens, fine. But the show doesn't need it. I'd love to know your thoughts as someone that's, of course, covered the entire MCU and just, you know, kind of is familiar with the way you push franchises forward. How do you kind of quantify what we're seeing in WandaVision right now? I love it. I think it's, uh, you know, I think after uh, so many 12, what, 12 years, 13 years of the Marvel Cinematic Universe on the big screen as movies, uh, I think it's been great to sort of have this brand new way to experience the MCU on this week to week basis. Uh, and I had somebody asking me yesterday, they were all pissed off. They're like, I wish they would just put every episode online and let us let us watch it at our own pace. Uh, but I disagreed with that because I think that there is something to everybody being able to watch this uh, and everybody being at that same point in the conversation uh, that allows shows like this to really flourish uh, for a significant amount of time. And, you know, and, I, and it's also allowing these characters to breathe uh, when you when you're in a, when you have a movie, you only have like two hours and, and maybe change. I mean, sometimes two and a half, depending on the Marvel movie uh, to to kind of do what you got to do. And, and you have pacing. You have to get to your next action sequence, your next big money moment. Uh, and you don't have a lot of room for characters, especially in these ensemble pieces. And so it's been really great to take these two characters. Uh, I think, I bet you when they first announced this, people were like, okay, that's, I kind of like Wanda and I like Vision. I'm curious to see what happens here. Uh, but now I think, you know, there are a lot of people that these are the characters they're most invested in now. And I think that's so wild uh, that they were able to pull this off. So I'm fascinated by it. I'm curious to see, you know, what, what Falcon and the Winter Soldier is. I mean, we're going to literally have like two weeks to sort of decompress from this finale before their next series starts. Uh, and then, you know, they're back with their movies. So there's a lot of Marvel coming uh, this year alone. And I'm curious, I'm more curious to see once it all comes out there, is it too much? Is it not enough? Is it just the right amount? Are we all on the same page? That's what I'm curious to see sort of when we get to the end of this year. Uh, where are we? Um, I'm not somebody that believes in um, sort of uh, a franchise sort of uh, putting out too much stuff. Uh, and there being too much of something. I think if you're invested, then you want more. Uh, but uh, I, I, I'm curious to see when we get to the end of this year, how we feel about all of the Marvel that we got in 2021. The Chad Duke Show merchandise store is up and running. So click the shop tab on chaddukeshow.com for show t-shirts and koozies. This is story 1A for me. I got a tech tech. T t we leave here about five, I'd say five thirty on Saturday. Tours like, bruh, gotta get down to Whitlow's, bro. 
I'm like, dude, it's 5.30. Like, it seems kind of early. He's like, hey, wait up, bro. You got to get a table, bro. You're not going to get a table. Then, you know, you got to be standing around. You ain't getting no bitches, bro. You gotta have a, if you want bitches, you got to get a table. I'm like, all right, man. Like, I, I'm so removed from this world. I don't know what's going on. But apparently there's a bar in Arlington, a very trendy bar, that I guess they're spaced out for COVID, and you've got to grab a table. And for some reason, I guess Tor is the one that's designated to drive down there four hours before everybody else does to camp out on a table. Do you always have to go down there and, and stake the claim? Uh, no, it, it kind of changes whoever can get out there first. So normally uh, we have a buddy who lives in Arlington. Okay. And we will congregate there, we'll pregame, and then we'll take like a two-minute Uber ride to whatever bar we want to go to. And we get there. With that access, we can get there quicker. But if everybody's spaced out, it's whoever can get there, lock down a table, get in line, whatever, we'll all meet up. We'll get there. But if you get to Arlington, at least with the 10 p.m. cutoff curfew, if you get there at like 8 o'clock, you're not getting in a bar. You're screwed. You're not getting in. Not even getting into the bar. You're just going to be sitting there waiting. And maybe you'll get in when casuals are leaving at 9, and you'll get an hour. But it's, you just might as well not even go out. Why wouldn't you just go to a, There's about 100 bars in Arlington. Why not just go to a different bar if that is the case? Well, sometimes pretty girls go to go to. So this is the bar yeah. that where the ladies like to go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and you want to go there because you want to stick your penis in these poor women. <laughs> so um, Thor takes it up on two wheels. Uh, by the way, he's wearing the emoji sweatpants. We haven't even gotten to that yet. You're gonna find out about that on tomorrow's episode. And I'm like, God damn! I think Thor's wearing the emoji sweatpants out to Whitlow's. He ain't gonna. I mean, no chicks are gonna kiss him. Um, so I get these texts. I'm watching a, 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 the movie club movie, actually, with my wife on Saturday night, having a few uh, cocktails. And uh, my phone starts going off. It's like, bro, bro, I just got totally cock blocked. This is some bullshit. Bullshit. And I was like, whoa, okay. So what happened? And he's like, oh, dude, my fucking game was right on. Oh, I was out there. I was the player's player. I was the ladies' man. I was Tim Meadows. And I'm like, all right, man. So what happened? 14 hours go by. <laughs> So then the next morning, I just go, all right, as a crazy story, dude. Like, you know, trying to reinvigorate. He's oh, man, let me tell you something about what happened last night. I was as smooth as I've ever fucking been. And I, I realize this is a, a, an excuse for Tor to humble brag, which he doesn't need a lot of excuses to do. Um, but what it sounded like to me, Tor, and you clean this up, is that you were going to get a pitcher of beer. Uh, a girl stopped and started talking to you. You then dragged her back to your table. You guys were sitting at the table. All your bro dogs were high-fiving and belly bumping because one of you brought a girl back to the table and then her friends saw what was going on and then a <laughs> take place. No, no, no. <laughs> what do you mean, no? And and so they... Why are you writing that down? So then they... Uh, <laughs> so that you can just bleep it. I mean, don't take the whole thing. Yeah, we'll some comedic value in there. Ah, you're so uptight. Just kidding. Um, people get jokes now, don't they? Jokes are different than saying things you mean. Um, so then I, I guess her gaggle of friends comes over to the table and quote unquote rescues her. And I didn't really see anything all that crazy about that story tour. I feel like that happens all the time when you're going out trying to talk to girls. That they show up trying to have a good time. Every dude in there is trying to bang them. So they have kind of like this you know, escape mechanism if they get loopy or get too involved or whatever, they tell their friends, hey, come rescue me if X, Y, and Z takes place. Well, it it was very interesting of a night because we're sitting there, we're drinking. We have uh, what you would call maybe a plethora of beer. A plethora of piñatas. 
am I going to go back and I'm going to have a plethora of piñatas? Or uh, are you going <laughs> to... What? I logged time with that movie last night. Oh, you did? Yeah. You finally logged some time? That's a tremendous movie. Um, so we're sitting there. We, we all end up somehow ordering a personal picture for ourselves. And that continues and continues. So we're talking to some girls that we, were, we met in line. And uh, I'm getting no sold. I'm getting no sold. Uh, my buddies are... are blocking me a buddy that actually brought a girl to the bar to to well that's not good he came over to the table where me and one one of my other buddies are talking to the talking to these two girls takes over takes over because he's just handsome as hell and he's charming and i just went back to the original table table with the other schlubs and just started just straighten these assholes out your your friends just sound like the absolute pits well because they didn't know that i could actually Pull a girl back to the table that I could uh, somehow charm her to walk hand on my arm. She had her hand on your arm. I'm uh, so we're on the back back. I'd say three holes of the night. Okay, we're, we're closing it. It's like nine thirty. Yes, getting sun, real late. Sun's going down. <laughs> Are you I'm, doing Hulk Black Widow shtick? Is that what you're doing? I was doing that's a golf, some weird shtick. I was doing golf shtick. Golf shtick. Yeah, where you're on the back. Well, when you said the sun's going down, we're all, I know oh. what the back nine is. You <laughs> fucking clown. All right, go ahead. What were you saying? Uh, I'm going to get the last picture of the night. And I'm walking with it, go out and buy it. And then I guess a girl catches my eye. So I take a little look. And then she's giving me the eyes. And I'm like, oh. Mm. So I'm going to give some eyes back. And then normally I just continue walking. Now, she, have, you, have you spoken to this girl previously in the evening? Never. Okay. And then the rare, she gives me the come on over. Oh, the she, nod. She gives me the head. Oh, the head nod. She gives you the head? The head nod. <laughs> right in the middle of the bar? <laughs> Jesus. Times have changed. So I walk over, and she's at this huge table. Uh, I'm hammered, and then, but she's, she's sitting down. Did she seem hammered? Uh, I don't know. I don't know who seems hammered when I'm hammered. It's tough to tell who's hammered when you're hammered. <laughs> so I'm leaning down, and I, I, I think I spill about a third of the picture on her shoes. Nice, dude. The first thing I hear her say is, Oh, my God. Very kindly, you're spilling your beer on my shoes. Oh, my God. I, I can't imagine why this didn't work out. Somehow, I think I lay a couple baby girls on her, and that. What does I, that mean? I just say baby girl to her. You just say baby girl I'm to like, her. Yeah, okay, it's okay, baby girl. Do you, you know, do the thing know. with your with your, with the tongue like Manny, like Manilo? <laughs> Look, you go stick your tongue out. What is that thing? <laughs> and then I invite her. Hey, you know, you want to come back drink with all of us in the back back room because we are now have a collective of twelve that we've picked up throughout the night. Twelve girls, just people. Okay, miscreants, everybody. They were just somehow we. Started at a table for six, then we ended up going to a table for four, and then we ended up at a table for 12. Okay. This sounds so annoying, by it, the way. It is. It's the most irritating thing I've ever heard, but continue, please. So she gets up. I'm holding my picture. I didn't even know. I'm just, all right, let's walk. She puts her hand around my arm. That's awesome. And Did I'm you like, stop and just pull your pants down to your ankles? <laughs> no, but I'm like. Because generally, I feel like that's how Tor tries to pick up women. But I didn't even, I didn't put my arm out for it. She just locked on. Are you wearing the emoji pants? I'm wearing... No, I'm just wearing a black long sleeve shirt. I'm wearing my going out sweats, which are just some Nike car. You have going out sweats? <laughs> yeah. I just, this world doesn't make any sense to me anymore. <laughs> like what I'm wearing now, they're not really going out sweats. I've gone in dates in these sweats, but they're not. Going I've never out seen a pair of going out sweats in my whole goddamn life. I feel guilty the second I put on a pair of sweatpants. <laughs> All right, so you're wearing basically what you're wearing now. Now, is she grabbing a hold of your arm to steady herself? Maybe. Well, I don't know. All right. But she's still making the, the, the eyes to me the whole time. What's her posse doing at this point? Sitting down at the table looking sad. 
Oh, so they're fucking, they're probably mean mugging. Are they chicks or are they dudes? It was a mix of chicks and dudes. Okay. And I just somehow. Is she more attractive than the rest of the girls in her group? Yes. All right. That's the big problem right there. Because all them, those chicks that look like me in a wig, they're all sitting there at the bar and they've walked this walk before. They were. They, Back there, hey. Eh. The table, when I walked up and she stood up, I got the immediate. Oh, I'm not. I'm not happy about this. No, of course not. Because I mean, what, what? I'm just a huge ogre, and then she's like the prettiest one at the table. Finally, and somehow, somehow we're getting some truth. I'm able to get to, to get her to stand up. With you me. think they're mad at her for because you're not good enough for her, or do you think that they are just protecting their friend that maybe has had too much to drink? It was probably the second one. Uh, okay, and I had also had too much to drink. Well, then maybe they. So, so what happens then? Oh, I'm, so, I'm jumping ahead in the story. So we get back to the table. At one point, needless to say, it didn't wake up with Tor saying, "You know, I really think this could be something special." And <laughs> would you like to go upstairs and meet my parents with me? Because they're right upstairs in this house that I live in for free. Yeah, that's not how it ended up. <laughs> do you do you want to come out and sit in my SUV that has the radio caved in because someone tried to fix the radio and they stuck a screwdriver through it? <laughs> and then I said it was totaled, and then I got the guy's name wrong that fixed it for me. Did you say that? No. Maybe that would have worked. But I was laying on game. I was being. Charming, real charming. Even, Dumping just, all the beer on her I, foot. Yes, baby girl, baby girl. I can see it. I don't call girls baby girl. That's some weird thing that I tapped into. I normally so, when I'm going out and talking to girls, I'm just being nice. I'm just talking to them, just to talk to them, get to know them. Get the way. reps in. Yeah, I get, get the it. Reps in. Somehow, when I got the nod, though, if I see the visual interest before I start talking, that's to them, big. That's big for me. Because I know I at least have one. That's card big for anybody. Girls generally are not. They no, don't <laughs> generally know. do that. I know. You know, unless you're Colin Farrell ass is walking in there, then maybe you get the nod, but I probably not otherwise. Dude, so, you know, I'm laying down the game. She's sitting at the table. I I wish you could have seen the faces of my friends at the table. They couldn't believe it. When they saw me hand on my arm, walking in, and there are girls that already rejected me that night sitting at that table. Did you buy? Oh, so you already made passes at her other friends? No, no, no. Different group of girls. Oh, okay. This is the one I got I got blocked from. The girls that, that completely <laughs> no-sold me. So I come in. I'm, I'm like... I'm king of the world. Mm. I got a pretty girl on my arm. We're going to just sit down and talk. She going to die? Gonna... No. <laughs> Did you tell her she was going to die? Oh, no, I was very polite. Oh, okay. Hi, you're not going to live through the evening. <laughs> now your feet are all wet. Because I just, come on, baby girl. I just, I just dumped 24 ounces of natural light on you. <laughs> I hope that's not how I went, Tor. That's probably how you woke up alone. Well, this is going really well for me. And we're sitting there, we're talking. Sounds amazing. Pretty sure we're going to make out some point in the night. I, I'm getting that vibe. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be great. At least you're I'm, making out. I don't know if I'm going to go home with her. I don't know if she's going to, what, what the hell's going to happen. I got work in the morning, so it's not like I could be stranded at some Maybe other you just apartment. get a Snapchat or something. <laughs> Maybe you get an Instagram account and you guys start talking. Yeah, uh, that was the plan to at least get her number or a social media or a name. You know, I, she told me her name once in a loud bar, barely heard it, can't remember it. Um, I you no told me that it was it. Geraldine. <laughs> you said I met this chick Geraldine last night, and she's banging. That's what you told me. Maybe you should look that up on Instagram. Geraldine from Arlington. I bet she's a smoke. And we're sitting there talking. Everybody's being nice to her, which is just surprising because so your goons are not even ruining this for you. No, they're doing good. Well, that's they're good. Helping me, but her friends walk in. Hey, eh. they say, "Hey, come on, let's go back to the table." And I'm like, oh, not even we're leaving. It's just come back to our table. I, I think it was come back to the table. We're getting ready to go. Okay. And then the girl sitting next to me 
because it tells me, what? Or she tells me, wait right here. You know, I'll be right back. They split oh, the with her. They split with her. And I got <laughs> nothing. I didn't get a name. <laughs> I didn't get anything. I was a quarter inch from her face. I could have I could have oh gotten my a God, Tor. I oh my God. I could have gotten at least one peck. But those damn bastards came and got her. <laughs> those damn bastards. And my friends are just sitting there like what the hell? Yeah, for those of you not in the room, Tor is flailing and throwing things, and that is that is a shoot. So, if you had to guess now, with a couple of days behind you and in complete sobriety, do you think that's just her less attractive friends cock blocking, or do you think maybe some sort of signal was given, like, "Hey, I'm gonna talk to this dude, but come get me in five minutes or whatever," because you know I don't want to be in a weird situation where I'm agreeing to go back to his apartment with you know this offensive line that he's going out to Whitlow's with. The thing is, when I was talking to her at a table, yeah, she didn't even look at the table. Really, she was locked onto me. There was no signal, wow. no nothing. So I, I think it was probably just a friend Could saying, be either way. Hey, you know, let's round it up. Let's end it. He's probably smart enough to have gotten your socials. So if you want to talk to him in the morning, you can. But I guess I'm just a big fucking idiot. Yeah, why wasn't that like the first thing? Oh, hey, I, you know, you on Instagram? Be, I wasn't trying to be too eager. I was just trying to play it like, you know. I don't think ask, mm. asking if you're on Instagram is too eager. I've asked girls, like waitresses and stuff, like, hey, like, not without any intention of fucking them. It just kind of comes up in conversation. I know, but I was just enjoying the conversation and we we hadn't been talking for five minutes before they came and got her remember to follow the show on social media at chad dukes on twitter and chad dukes show on facebook instagram youtube and twitch wow those are great great group of shows this week that's just a little sample of what you missed out if you didn't get the full week and of course we had the, uh, the movie club bonus show all types of fun stuff we got some giveaways coming up um it's all courtesy of monks barbecue just can't thank them enough they're our presenting sponsor monk man uh money monk he just uh, he's the man that makes everything happen tor do you know what tonight is at monks barbecue friday night as we're recording this I I have to assume it's some semblance of the best meats cultivated. Why don't you take a look at that? That's prime rib night oh, right boy. there. Why don't you take a look at that smoked prime rib with the, the mashed potatoes on the side? Look at that au jus. See that au, au, that au jus sitting in that cup back there? Can you imagine oh. pairing that with a delicious frosty beer? They do the bacon-wrapped jalapenos where they put them in the smoker. They got all the all the exclusive whiskeys too. By the way, if you're a bourbon guy like me, you're not gonna find it. But they got the they got. The, I was talking this about the show this week. They got the Eagle Rare 17 and the Sazerac 18 out there. I mean, you're not gonna be able to try that stuff anyway. If you want to try that for yourself, you're gonna have to spend twenty five hundred dollars for a bottle. I mean, no one's pouring snorts of that. So head out to Monks this weekend, and there is a there might be a Monk Man, a Money Monk Man. Appearance at the Hoot Nanny tonight, which would be really cool. So, uh, yeah, if you want to uh, hang out with us this evening, you can go ahead and uh, check out Facebook.com slash Chad Duke Show. Friday Night Hoot Nanny going on tonight, and that is free, too. That's another free way for you to consume the show. And, of course, the audio version will be available for subscribers this weekend. As another added bonus for subscribers. Tor, tremendous week of shows. I feel like I say that each and every week, but I absolutely mean it. Um, just really been going and, and, and humming along strong and I can't emphasize it enough if people like what they're hearing on Friday just imagine that saturated with trans fats and that's what you're getting for the rest of the week if you subscribe on chaddukeshow.com there's just it, 
Sometimes I'll see discussions between listeners, and you'll see the takers talking to the people who actually listen to the full shows, yeah. and they're... Feeling them out. Yeah. The, the people that su- subscribe. They're the best. They are like, you don't even know what you're missing. There are best salesmen and women, to be honest with you. I mean, the people that subscribe and, and you know, you just see how happy they are with the program. Uh, guys, we don't do COVID. We don't do politics. We don't do protests. We don't do anything that ain't fun. We talk a lot about my man boobs. Uh, we do a lot of movie talk, video game talk, football talk, UFC talk, food talk. What else? That's about it. I mean, it's just a nice hang. Uh, and I think you'll really dig it. So check that out if you're looking to kind of get away from the constant screaming at each other on the internet. That's what it's all about. Tour, thank you very much for the week. Of course, many thanks to Monk's Barbecue, our presenting sponsor. We'll see you tonight for the Hoot Nanny. And if the good Lord is willing and the creeks don't rise, we'll meet you back here on Monday after that for another beautiful week of Chad Duke shows. Roll out the trash cans. I'm pouring chill pain.